everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on, while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. Today's topic is actually one that I did on Balance Athletica a few weeks ago. If you guys are not aware, Balance Athletica is a clothing company that I do work with or an athleisure company. Um, Wonderful, wonderful people. I just adore them so much and they've really helped um, embrace all of the changes I have gone through. Um, We were asked to, or I was asked, I guess, to come up with a topic of when I feel empowered and when I feel in my element. And it was so interesting because it was actually my athlete manager. She was like, hey, you know, do you mind doing a live about when you feel the most empowered as a woman? And I, you know, I started thinking about, she's like, oh, you know, your new mom, all these things. And she is such a sweetheart. McKenna, if you're listening, I just adore you. But I wanted to do an episode on this to kind of talk about what I mentioned in the live. So if you guys watched it, you might hear a little bit of the same stuff, but it really got me thinking. It was so many facets of my podcast, like different episodes over time that kind of compiled into this, but my passion and my empowerment truly has not come out until recently. Um, I know last week I talked about just kind of feeling Blah. And if you didn't listen to that episode, you know, it's really been about not being surrounded by energy that just uplifts me and encourages me and pushes me to move forward. But another thing that has been so helpful for me, just kind of getting out of this blah state, is allowing myself to remove the need for titles in my life. You guys know I have talked about titles a number of times, but I really wanted to sit down to record this to kind of walk you guys through some things again, very similar to what I talked about in my live call on the balance page. So today we're going to talk about finding yourself once you actually remove the titles, okay? And again, you guys know I love to talk about getting from point A to point B and showing the struggles. I'm not gonna lie though, this really did not become illuminated to me. This idea did not really surface, if you will, until after I had Caden. So recently, it's been, it's like, Being a mom has almost illuminated how many different hats I wear throughout the day and how much better it feels to not have a specific title that defines me, okay? Some of you guys might be like, wait, but isn't that the goal in life? Like, you want that job title or you want that wife title or that mom title. You guys, I'm right there with you. So kind of going to take a step back. For me, when I was in high school, I was an athlete. I was in leadership. I had great grades. There was always something that helped define me. I'm from a small town. If I was able to meet somebody, oh, hey, I'm Carly Ann Miller. Obviously, my married name is now Dell, but it kind of, when you I said my name, oh, you're, you're Drew and Steve's daughter, or oh, you're Kyla's sister, whatever it may be, there was something to be attached to my name, right? There was these underlying titles or these underlying 
definitions, I guess, of who I was. Uh, Oh, you're on the soccer team or, oh, you're a ski racer. Whatever it was, there was something to go with my name. The first time I experienced not having this was when I went through sorority recruitment. If any of you guys went through sorority recruitment, I don't know about you, but for me, it was extremely intimidating coming from a small town, going to through sorority recruitment. I didn't party in high school. Not that you have to party to go through recruitment, but I just never really went to parties where you'd like meet different people from all over. Um, I was just very much in my small town bubble. And um, thankfully, we traveled a lot. So I was very okay with being out of my comfort zone. But when I went through sorority recruitment and I went up and shook somebody's hand, oh, hi, I'm Carly. That was it. There was quite literally nothing else attached to my name. And I remember, you guys, I can remember exactly where I was on Greek Row, 17th Street, going through this. And I remember standing in front of that house or inside the house. I was in the foyer when I met the person. I was like, oh my gosh, she knows nothing about me. And it was almost, it was kind of, looking back on it now, hindsight, it's kind of sad. Like I, I was so used to having something else to attach to my name. And now I was like, oh wait, I just have to stand on my own two feet. Like I'm just me. And in that moment, I almost felt like that wasn't enough. I felt like just being me wasn't enough because they didn't know about, wait, you don't know about my grades. You don't know, which maybe they did. Let's all be honest. Sorority is kind of a sorority recruitment. It's this weird thing. It's so wonderful, but you kind of do know things about the people coming through. I didn't know that at the time. So I'm standing there 18 years old, you know, for the first time having to stand on my own two feet as just my name. And that's kind of sad to have to sit here and say, quote unquote, just my name. But again, I was so used to being able to have honors student behind my name, whether it was my mom and dad people knew, whether it was the sports team I played on, the clubs I was a part of, whatever it was, there was something else attached to me. First time, obviously, going through, I did not have that. Then college started. Now I'm able to attach a major to my name. I'm able to attach the university I'm at. So then when you came home from, you know, college break or Christmas break, whatever it is, you run into your mom's best friend or your dad's coworker, you are able to, hey, how have you been, Carly? Oh, I'm great. You know, I'm majoring in this and I'm at the University of Washington and I'm in this sorority. Now we all of a sudden have these titles that we can attach to our name. Maybe you played sports in college. So then that athlete title transferred over to you in college, which I know I can only imagine that transition after college, all of a sudden having that not taken away, but just no longer there. Um, Or maybe you did get injured and now that was actually taken away from you. That happened to so many of my friends who went on to college to uh, become a ski racer. A lot of them got injured and now it's like, wait, who am I? I'm I'm just so-and-so. And a lot of you might be like, yep, that's me. Like I'm just whoever, you know, Sally or Joe or whatever. I think it's important that we start to give ourselves a little bit more credit, but maybe dive a little bit deeper into who we actually are as individuals, okay? But to continue on, so I remember, you know, going through college, I finally felt like I had titles again. It was my ma- it was, you know, my my major and then after that, I started to get this sense at the end of college, I was like, shoot, I still don't know what I want to do with my life. And I come from two very hardworking parents, which I'm so thankful for. But I always felt like I needed to live up to their expectations. You guys know I am a people pleaser. So here I was coming up on the end of college. I was like, shoot, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I'm 22 years old. Um, I was 21, graduating at 22 because my birthday's in June. Anyways, 
I felt like I was supposed to have everything figured out at 22 years old. What career am I diving into? What job title is it going to be? Where am I going? Where am I going to live? What city am I in? Am I dating somebody I might marry? I had all these things just spilling out before me that I thought I had to have all the answers to, but I didn't. So I figured, okay, more schooling is the answer. So that's when I went to get my master's. Again, now I can at least tack on another potential title or another potential thing, if you will, behind my name. Oh, Carly, what do you do? Oh, I'm actually getting my master's at Seattle uh, Pacific University. You know, I'm getting my master's in school counseling. I'm doing my practicum at this elementary school, doing an internship at this high school. I had things to talk about that didn't really define me, right? Like it didn't really say who I was as an individual. It just kind of gave more resume, if you will. I feel like that's a big thing is what does your resume look like? What does it say on there? And so that was, as a lot of you know, if you have been following me for a long time, this is what eventually led to my dropping out of college and then traveling the world, starting to work for Club Med, the international resort company. I am such a homebody, but again, going back to the small town home, which I actually live in now, but I just wasn't ready for that. I really needed to lose myself in order to find myself, and I also needed to realize that I needed a little bit of life experience in order to understand what I needed out of life, what I wanted out of life. You know, I was so good at what I was doing, but everything was being pulled from my textbook, right? So knowledge is wonderful, but what's knowledge without experience? For me, I was 23 years old telling young adults what they should potentially do with the rest of their life in terms of their education, yet I had only had education. I had never used my education. I had never applied my education to anything because my experiences in life were, I traveled, but not, not like crazy travel on my own. It was family travels. But all of my experience was education. All of my experience was textbooks. So I up and left the country. But here I am yet again, just Carly. I didn't have a title behind my name. Nobody knew. Okay, I was I was the American. Uh, I think there was only two Americans that worked. Yeah, there were only two Americans that worked in the resort that I first started off as. Um, it was me and actually Casey. Um, and so I had that. But nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew who I was as a person. Nobody knew my my efforts or my abilities or my background. And it's sad to think back on because in that time, I thought that people were going to value, value me less if they didn't know all the extra things attached to my name, right? So maybe, oh, they didn't know I got my my, my undergrad. Oh, they didn't know I started my master's. Uh, they don't know that I played soccer or that I was a ski racer. I got so concerned that they're not gonna know my resume. They're not gonna know who I am as a person because they don't know this detail, this detail, this title, this hat, this activity. But you guys, we are pretty great just being us, right? I, I think that is something I'm still and finally just realizing that it's not about the titles. And I think this just kind of became illuminated because now that I do have Caden, now that I'm a mom, it was all of a sudden this realization of, oh, do I need to take off the mom hat in order to be CEO or in order to be wife or in order to be best friend or in order to be creator or a student, all these things. And I was talking to my assistant, if you guys listened to that episode, and she had said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm taking off my mom hat at night and I'm putting on a new hat. And I said, I was like, well, why do you have to take that hat off? Not, Don't overwhelm ourselves with all the hats we wear, but 
we should be proud to be able to be like, I am a working mom, or I am a student athlete, or I am you know, an employee at this business, but I am working my ass off as a student over here to try and get this degree. Or I am in this company and I currently hold uh, the secretary position, but I'm working so hard to get executive X, Y, and Z. I think that we think that we need to have titles to define ourselves or to give us a level of value. I think we think a title stamps this value on ourselves. Um, I don't ever want to look at becoming a mom as all of a sudden joining like a mom club. I do think though it is definitely illuminated my eyes in aspects of my life that I probably could have been better in prior to having Caden in terms of my time management and my efforts and constantly telling everybody I was busy when I just had zero time management, you guys. I'm realizing that now. But, you know, I encourage you to look into, you know, what titles are you placing upon yourself? What expectations are you placing upon yourself? And I think that a lot of us assume that our passion and our purpose are going to define our career or our career is going to define our passion and our purpose. And I think it's really important to, you know, I think I went through it when I was 23, dropping out of grad school, starting to travel. Um, I always, I think the initial reason I dropped out was because I, I knew that I wasn't giving off any experience. Like I wasn't giving off any information based off of life experience. But I also think it's because I I knew that my my passion and my purpose was to help people. And that's obviously why I wanted to go into the aspect or into the job of school counseling. But I think I really felt like my passion and my purpose was not being uh, delivered or was not being fulfilled by this potential job title. And I'm glad it kind of encouraged me to leave the country. I'm glad that it encouraged me to switch gears. But now that I am in my 30s and definitely seeking a a career that does fulfill my passion and my purpose, Casey always reminds me that our passion and our purpose does not always need to be our job title. Our job does not need to fulfill our passion and our purpose. Casey, uh, he is a service tech for a propane and oil distributing company, yet his passion and he believes his purpose is to work with kiddos and work with uh, inner city students. And he would love to start some sort of a a camp for snowboarding, all of those things. But he couldn't figure out how that was going to fit into a quote unquote job title. But he started working with big brother, little brother, and is now, he has a big, he has a little brother. He's had a little brother for four years and it's fulfilling part of that passion and part of that purpose. And it struck me because I was like, but wait, like that doesn't, you don't have a title in that area, right? Like that's not your job. And that is what's so important. You guys is it's okay for our passion and our purpose to shift. And it's okay for our job titles to not define our passion and our purpose. I think a lot of us, again, we go back to that introduction of meeting somebody and, Oh, so what do you do? And I think that question can cause a lot of anxiety for a lot of us. I think a lot of us assume that those titles back our value, back our um, ability to stand in the room with our sh- our head held high and our shoulders back. I think that if we remove those titles, I think we finally start to find ourselves. I think we finally start to figure out who we are and what energy do we want other people to feel when we walk in the room. You can guarantee somebody can walk in the room and I don't care if they have every title in the world, mom, wife, best friend, CEO, uh, I don't know, business starter of 25 different companies, whatever it may be. If they walk in the room with a negative energy or with 
just you guys know that feeling that you get when somebody walks in and maybe they know all these titles they hold and you're like, whoa, who do you think you are? And I don't want to, I never would judge anybody, but it's just that energy that you feel. Yet the next person who walks in the room who maybe has been unemployed for who knows how long, but they are impacting every single life that they come across because their energy and their excitement and their just zest for life. Don't let these titles define us. Don't let these lack of titles define us. Figure out who it is that you want to be. I think that is so valuable in finding ourselves once we remove these titles or once we remove the need for these titles. I also know for me, I, I almost felt like success came with the title, if that makes sense. Um, you know, so now I have to sit and look at, you know, what does success mean to me? What does it look like? Is it once you're making a monetary value? Is it at an age? Is it a relationship you envision? All these things, because I think sometimes for me, I carried success with a title. Um, you know, once I achieved certain titles or once I was able to maintain certain titles, maybe that, um, was perceived from others as success. I feel like this whole conversation, I have my grandmother in the back of my head and I love her to death. She is so wonderful, but she has definitely been somebody who values education and she values career choices and um, somebody who I always feel like, okay, what can I tell grandma? Like, what can I tell her that might excite her or might make her proud? I know just being me makes her proud, but I felt like I had to have a title to tell her. And maybe this isn't your grandma. Maybe this is your dad. Maybe this is your mom. Maybe this is your significant other. I know for me, for a long time in my marriage, Casey would come in the door and I felt like I had to almost act busy. Uh, It was definitely a transitional time in my career in what I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, figuring out what passion and purpose even meant. And I felt like I had to seem busy. And when he walked in and, oh, how was your day? I almost felt like I couldn't be excited. I couldn't say, oh my gosh, it was so good. This happened. It was, I almost had to dumb it down or be like, oh, you know, so busy. Like I didn't get this done or I didn't get this done because I needed to seem busy to seem productive, if that makes sense. I almost felt like I needed to tell him that I was doing all these things to make it sound like I was, um, I don't know, getting stuff done. I don't even know. I just felt like I felt guilty if I was just sitting on the couch relaxing, even though I knew I crushed that day. Like, you, we feel like we have to have these things that we're that we can show for that we can say. So with my grandma, for me, it was having something to fill her in on. And for a long time, girl had a lot to say. Whether it was my undergrad, whether it was my masters, whether it was traveling with Club Med, I had so many fun things to say. And then coming home, it was like, oh wait, I don't have a job title. I'm in between jobs or. My goodness, try and explain social media to your grandmother. Love her to death. She is probably one of the reasons why I work so hard at life. But it definitely got me stuck in over 30 years worth of needing to find a title just so I could answer the question, so what do you do? So I encourage you, if you are somebody who is searching for a title, if you are somebody who feels like your titles define you or they uh, illuminate your abilities, Maybe remove some of those titles or maybe allow yourself to know, hey, guess what? I hold all these damn titles and I'm proud of myself, but it's the energy I want people to feel when I walk in the room. It's the human being that I am. When somebody says, hey, I'm Carly, I want them to feel who I am. Or when somebody, I guess they're not saying, hey, I'm Carly. When somebody asks you, hey, you know, who are you or whatever, 
They shake your hand and you say, hi, I'm Carly. I want to stand firm in that handshake. I want to stand knowing I don't need to fill them in on everything else because just who I'm going to be in this one conversation I have with them is enough. If they want to find out later on who I am, what I do, what I'm here for, what jobs I hold, great. But if you're just going to sit down with somebody at a coffee shop, are you present? Are you there listening? Are you there receiving? Are you giving help? Are you accepting help? Are you being a human being? I think we overlook so much now just being a human being, whether it's because of the highlight reels, whether it is because of us needing to prove to somebody in our life that we are worthy or that we have value. I just want us to remember we are human beings. Let's lead with kindness, lead with love, and find yourself away from these titles, okay? So even if you have these titles and you are damn proud of them, be proud of them. But who are you away from them? Who are you standing on your own two feet? And if you don't have a single title, or maybe you are praying every day to meet that right person, meet that significant other, praying every day to get that job promotion, praying every day that you do become a mom or you do become a dad, whatever it may be, Who are you aside from all of those? That is what is so valuable. That's who you are. Nobody can strip you of that. Any of these titles can get stripped at any moment. So find yourself once those titles are removed. That is all I have for you. I appreciate you guys so much. I want you to know that this podcast has helped me strip those titles. Um, Having this be a podcast that has zero monetary value, it is just me press and play in... If you guys see my stories, my office full of pack and plays and Christmas pillows, I just want you to know that you've helped me understand that it's okay to not have a title and it's okay to not have something else that will allow me to walk into a room with my shoulders back and my head held high. I want to walk in as just Carly and let just Carly be enough because it's how I'm going to let you, how I'm going to make you feel. I don't remember that exact quote, but it's the one by Maya Angelou. Oh, I want to find it. Um, Hang on. I know I have it on my phone. Okay. Yes. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. I think that is so powerful and such a great way to end today's episode. So I love you all. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.